Hi everybody, this is Nancy Miller from My Creative Life, and today I have Keith Lee with me, who is was in my book illustration class. Hi Keith, how are you doing today? Hi Nancy, I'm good, how are you? Great, well thank you so much for being on my podcast. Oh, thanks for having me. Yes. I've never done it before, so oh. not very good at talking. Oh, no, you're great, <laughs> yeah. Keith, you have such a great personality. Can you tell the audience a little bit more about yourself? Yeah, uh, well, I'm from Hong Kong. I'm a graduate student at SCAD currently uh, in, uh, in the MFA illustration program. So I'm around a bit more than halfway through. So maybe I got like two more semesters to go. Yeah. Oh, and I'll be in Savannah in fall. So that'd be great. Looking forward really? to that. For real? Yeah, yeah. I wanted to. I wanted to do at least one of my remaining TA internships like on ground. So, yeah. Awesome. I'd like well, to meet some people. Definitely. Please, yeah, get in touch. I mean, we'll show you around town, show you all the sites. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> and all the good stuff. Yeah, and the good places to eat. So, can you tell us about the moment you knew you wanted to be an artist? Because I know you have a really interesting story about that. Oh, uh, yeah, because then as a kid, it wasn't really, art wasn't really one of the um, options. Like being in a very, not, I guess like it was more, I never really thought about it as an option because then I've heard that it makes no money basically from everyone and any more practical goals. But um, I think, the, the time that I really thought, it's not even in the back of my mind, because when I got sick as a kid, and this was back in the time where 56k dial-up modems are new. So, <laughs> so that's, so internet really wasn't like the thing for, for me to do when I was young. It's like going out riding a bike. So when I couldn't, I would always be reading comics at home. And, and it's great. Like I, I love, like the drawings are so good. And it's always very immersive. Like, for someone to create like a world from just drawing and like storytelling and I really feel like I, I'm also there and it just draws me in I feel like that's really amazing and I hope I could also do that for other people I guess that's so it's always been in the back of my mind like the idea of being an artist would be really cool awesome yeah. and so then you made that leap to go to graduate oh, yeah. school so like it's a lot of time and energy and plus you being um in um asia the time different i mean you're literally getting up like up at like five in the morning i mean you're dedicated you want to pursue this so what made you like say hey i want to get up and i want to do this every day yeah uh, originally i worked at like an ad agency for a while because i did mar i did a marketing major back in college so i tried to do something as similar to creative as possible and um so after but then I only worked there for maybe a year or two, then I worked, I switched over to work for my dad's uh, company because it feels like it's a much more stable, financially speaking, and the like the future prospect is just more promising, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um so it, but then both jobs has nothing to do with drawing. So at that time I and I wasn't never I was never really trained, I never really went to like classes i i doodle like i copy like comics then it was never like i never really learned how to draw but um on a side i kept the draw block 
So the, initially, I wanted to kind of like keep it like um, to document my life and my wife. So it would just be like little drawings about our life, like a slice of life and journal kind of thing. And um, I really enjoyed drawing it. So I took, I, I looked into some like Skillshare digital drawing classes just to like look at how to use it, like the different layers and everything. So YouTube tutorials and Skillshare was where I really looked at those. Uh, in terms of drawing skills, it didn't really help me because ultimately you just have to like practice it on your own. Um, so I feel like something was lacking in a way. Like obviously, like you have to do it on your own, but then I feel like there are some guidance that the school can give me or like some programs can give me that I probably will, will accelerate my growth, so to speak. So, um, but then I, I didn't really have enough to go on back then to feel like I can justify this move from my job to grad school. So I was planning to leave my job completely to pursue a degree. So, because um, I wanted to finish it as soon as possible, like within the two year time frame, I wanted to be done with my degree so I can, because I'm kind of old, I'm like 33 now, I'm turning 33-ish. <laughs> I'm a lot older, I'm not going to tell you how old I am, but I'm a lot older, you're doing great. Yeah, but art-wise, I'm, I'm new, so it, it kind of freaks me out a little always. Um, so, but then like my drawing block in Instagram started growing like quite fast because, well, all I did was the drawing, but my wife really managed the account, uh, like the tag and the hashtags and like, you know, following what some sort of people, like the other people who are also like kind of like bloggers and draw like amateur uh, illustrators. So we, we did that. And then my account, like after half a year, I got to like the 1K follower mark, which was quite a big deal for me. Yeah. And I thought that was, and then, and then like another half a year passed and I was at 5K. So I was like, okay, you know what? I could kind of justify going at least to my family. Cause mm -hmm. I feel like if I had no basis, it would be really hard to make my case that I'm, you know, I, I have, I feel like, I have enough to pursue the programs. And around this time, I forgot how I came or came across um, SCAT's open day. Because back then they were still in Hong Kong before they left. Okay. So initially the idea was um, I take I take the illustration major in Hong Kong's campus. So because the on-ground experience is probably better than like doing it online, I feel like, because I learned better that way. But um so after the, the uh, Hong Kong uh, scat left Hong Kong. Everything went online, and but then it turns out it's it was still like the program was still really good. I feel like like I really did learn a lot. Like obviously from the professor, but the students are all very amazing. But, oh, sorry, I kind of I kind of went off a tangent. Uh, let me go back to the story. So yeah, so the open day, uh, and then I went, and the people there was very encouraging. They told me, oh, you should apply, and just see. Like, you know, just show them that you're really enthusiastic about art. But I'm sure if you put, if you're like, you know, put time in your portfolio, it will show. But I did that and I was still very unsure because I was really not that great at drawing. And I was never very confident in it. And my wife really pushed me to, to, to say, oh, you can do it. You know, it's, it's, people like your stuff. Enough people like your stuff that you should feel like at least, you know, it's good enough for some people. 
that's not what she said. She said something that's more encouraging, but when I say it, it just sounds worse. Yeah, and at the time I also had a friend who's um, thinking of doing a animation program. Mm. So we kind of like work at it together, at like a mutual goal, we can like motivate each other. Oh, and uh, he's actually working at Coco Melon now. So that's pretty cool. Mm. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, so I applied and I'm really grateful I got in. So it's kind of like a roundabout long story about why I decided to play. I kind of want to like get better at drawing. Well, you're definitely doing that. Your work, uh, your work that I've been seeing on your feed lately is just fantastic. And I oh, want to ask you because we've chatted about you want to teach. Can and I'm sorry, this is not yeah, on my yeah, original yeah. question list. <laughs> sorry, Keith. Yeah, no problem. But what what inspired you to teach? Because you know what makes you want to teach. Um, I guess I always kind of wanted to. Uh, at first, it was really just like there were like people would tell me, oh, you know, you're so patient, you'd be a good teacher. Mm -hmm. But obviously, being a teacher is a, a lot more than this. <laughs> like, but uh, that was the initial thought that I kind of kind of lingered in the back of my mind. And, and I, I do enjoy teaching people like small things. But um, I think another thing is like the professor in SCAD really did motivate me a lot. And it really did help me a lot in like becoming a better artist. So I, I really hope that I can also do that for the people who are kind of like me, you know, who um, maybe a bit inexperienced in art, mm -hmm. yes, but then who also really wanted to pursue it as a more than just a hobby, like as, as a profession. So I would like to be kind of like a bridge for them to connect them to that goal, or help them in some sort of way to, to achieve that goal. Well, I could definitely see you doing that, Keith. You have a, like a really, um, you have a fun personality. I was like, oh, Keith's a lot of fun. I was so glad we got to take a, a virtual class together because like yeah, yeah. the, which, you know, e-learning is great because I love the convenience and you could work, you know, yeah, yeah. within that structure, but like, I was like, oh, Keith's hilarious. He's so much fun. He creates, gives good feedback. I was like, it's it was nice to put a face and a voice to all of that. So it was really nice to get to meet um, the other people who I'd had in e-learning. I was like, I don't know what they look like. And so that yeah, was great. Yeah. But I, uh, I think virtual class is definitely a lot more personal. It feels a lot more personal. Mm. Especially when you had classes with some of the people and then you and then you see them in person. Which, which is well not in person well online in person you know so that's kind yeah. of great yeah you, you're one of the people actually one of the people that were in my online classes that i told my wife about i was oh. like oh my god you gotta look at this person's work <laughs> and it was in the really early early classes it was uh i think 714 with a bruise neck uh drawing oh. for illustrator oh yeah, yeah that was a the, that time. first project that you did the still life i was like oh my oh. god this is the standard Oh no. no. I have to tell you, you're on fire with your editorial work. I was like, oh my gosh, that the concepts that you're coming up with, and which leads into my next question about what you um, prefer to work in media-wise, because I, I saw your ed editorial work. I'm assuming it was an editorial pieces that you've been doing mm -hmm. lately um, on yeah, your Instagram. Yeah. Those are fantastic, Keith. Oh, thanks. 
thank you so much. Uh, I, I wasn't really that confident in them. But then like I, a lot of the pieces were really built alongside with the, um, my classmate. Because then they, and I'm a professor, they give me a lot of like helpful critiques. So I, the, the piece kind of modified as it go, as it went, which like on a side note, I'm, I'm kind of nervous about like, I feel like if I graduate, like I lose all the critiques, then it's like, you're doing this on your own completely. And like, I feel like the piece might not be as good, but then I don't know. I'm kind of nervous about that. <laughs> no, no, you're doing great. I was just like, man, he's really coming into his own stylistically and just the way he's thinking about the projects because your solutions, which I get the feeling because I think we've chatted before, you you like doing editorial work. Um, I always yeah, yeah. feel like that part of editorial is very much about concept and how you think about things and the things that you're coming up um, with. Um, the one for the figure with the locker and it's the oh, little virus the thing yeah. yeah I was like I haven't seen that before I was like I have not seen that and it's so hard because the that the theme with everything going on the pandemic people have been illustrating that a lot and I thought wow I haven't seen that so like so do you lean towards editorial do you um can you tell the audience about what areas of illustration you like doing best and and why and I think I definitely lean toward um, editorial and advertising because I, I feel like my my the style that I've come to have mm -hmm. is quite suited for that uh, sort of work, and I do enjoy doing it. Like, cause then I get to move on to new pieces. Like, and each piece is based on one editorial, which is great. So there's a lot of and there's information provided for you. And you have to create like a summarizing illustration kind of for the whole piece. Like if maybe not uh, illustration that would summarize the whole piece, but then at least give you like a feeling of what the piece is about, like the mood and the tone. Um, my preferred media, I think, oh, actually maybe nonfiction in the book market, I could also, fit, my style could also fit for that. So I'm looking into those fields whatever I can to be honest is whatever field I, I can get offers in doing that I, I really wouldn't mind trying anything to be honest um preferred media I'd say probably digital because it just with, with the with vector work it just feels so much more like I'm built I'm building each element on top of each other so it helps me visualize like the depth of the pieces a lot easier um so but then it also kind of i feel like one of the issues that it lim it's very limiting for me for at the moment because everything i built is through landscape currently and that's how i find my my depth okay. but then like if i do every piece through landscape then it's kind of limited mm -hmm. or like in terms of how the elements can interact with each other, or at least that's, but then like after seeing like you guys' work, like people in my other class work, it kind of helps me move past that mental block a little. Mm -hmm. uh, like, so I hope that in the future, I'll have some solution for this issue that I'm kind of running into. 
Well, I think um, one of the things that I'm noticing about your work is like, oh, I think you can be from anywhere and see this illustration and read it. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, oh, that's mm -hmm. very, that's really strong. Like, like culturally, whether different countries that have dealt with the pandemic, um, with schools or wherever, you know, I was like, people would read this. Like, I don't even think you need words. And that's really good. That's solid work. If you can oh, show that and not have the words there, like I could already imagine what the headline was, or even if you did provide text, but I didn't even need to read it. I was like, oh, this is very, very strong. Thanks. Uh, I do. Uh, another thing I like yeah. uh, digital is, is that I can rearrange mm -hmm. the order of the layers yeah. and I can test out Com, like color comps, shadow comps, a lot easier, mm -hmm. and that really helps me. With traditional, I kind of feel like you're doing like small. I have to print a few different copies mm -hmm. to try comps on. Yeah, yeah. And that takes a bit more time. Yeah. Can I ask you what you're using to create your digital illustrations? Because everybody's so different. Yeah. Um, well, I do my initial thumbnailing on uh, on paper. I like I like drawing on sketchbook. Okay. Um, and then I moved to Photoshop to further like uh, kind of iron out the details. Mm -hmm. And then I would pick that kind of sketch into uh, AI and I just okay. uh, use Spectre to draw the lines. Okay. So that no matter how much I scale it, it'll still be, yeah, that's a very important thing for me. Like, cause then sometimes I forget and I, maybe I, Made, made it too small, then like everything would become very pixelated. So I'm very, very amateurish with this. <laughs> that's really smart. Yeah. I think that's super yeah. smart. So because your interests are editorial and advertising, why did you decide to take the book illustration class? Oh, um, I do hope, because I do like, uh, um, I do want to eventually draw a book if I can. Nice. And I'd like to know about the market in general. I feel like there has to be some books that can use vector work. Like, I don't, I've heard that it's, you know, because then a lot of my illustration, I don't use faces. So mm -hmm. it's a bit limiting. You don't show the motion. Yeah. I also feel like I, I can do it. I can do it with like the colors. I can do it with the overall tone of the piece. And uh, so I don't know. I just, I want to try. I don't, don't want to feel like it's so like I don't think vector style is really that limiting. Nice. If I you know, yeah, kind of like a little challenge. Yeah. So when you the, oh go ahead. Oh no 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 go ahead. Oh no, I was going to ask about your favorite book. Did um you oh, have a uh, yeah, book? yeah, uh, Craig Frazier's uh, illustrative voice. Oh, I'll have to it's check uh he's a artist. He, he's also an illustrator, but then he works with uh, paper cutouts. Like, really? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, so I think you would actually be interested in this. Maybe he doesn't, not like paper cutouts exactly, uh -huh. but then he cut, he would cut his little guy out. Oh. And then, uh, yeah. Let me send you the link later for the book. Oh, cool. Thank you. I'll, yeah. I'll share but that then, in the description box. Yeah. Uh, he's also... Like his stuff is very simple. So it kind of like inspired my work a little. Like I feel like the my approach kind of resonate with his art style. So it's very interesting too. This book has been really good. It talks about his concept of like how he does his conceptual work. And then like there's like a 
collection of his work and his sketches. So this is one of my, this has became one of my favorite books. Oh, but, uh, I think, in, yeah. yeah. In terms of just reading, like the Leech House series, I, I like a lot, like the Jack Reacher books. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, as a kid, I liked little, the Mr. and Little Miss series, like the little people with the big head. Yeah. Because my English was terrible. And those were, those books were really simple and kind of helped me ease me into learning English. And it's all, the stories are always very fun. Mm -hmm. so that's kind of why I also wanted to, to take a book illustration market just to see how, like, how to make books, what the process is like. Um, yeah. <laughs> very cool. So during book illustration, the class, what did you find was the hardest part of the process? And what did you think oh, was the easiest for you? Definitely staying on schedule was the hardest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Keeping up yeah. like that. It was, a, it was, a, there was a lot to do in the class. I learned it. Yeah. 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 Uh, actually, like, uh, it was, the saving grace was the full page spreads, really, because mm. <laughs> each full spread, full full spread is two pages. So that also, I also prefer doing uh, like a horizontal landscape um, pieces. So that's that's very fun, nice. yeah. and I get to try out it. Uh, an, another hard part was. I, I got to go back to my other form of drawing and I wasn't just doing vector work. So that take for me, that takes a lot more time. Mm -hmm. Like somehow it's a lot harder to visualize or harder for me to build the drawing. Well, so character was really cute. That dog, I was like, do you have a dog <laughs> like that? Or where, I mean, I was just like, that is so adorable. Just want to reach out and just uh, take it yeah, out yeah. of the book. It was very cute. I've been wanting a dog for the longest time. It, it just never feels like it's the right time. Yeah. Uh, we, my wife and I dogs sit our French Shiba for a bit. Like for a year, she was like maybe here for eight months. So that was great. Like, that was one of the best times of my life. <laughs> now, that dog was really cute. So I guess maybe that kind of helped me a little in drawing Shivas. Um, but no, I, I took a lot of time like drawing the actual Shiba and then slowly turning into a more cartoony style. But it's still really hard to, to really visualize the form, like how everything should be in a three dimension. How do I draw it more three dimensional, like the volumes of the, of the limbs mm -hmm. and how it's connected to the body. So it took a bit of time. So that was probably the hardest process, like learning to draw the, like drawing the characters basically. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. I yeah. agree. The easiest part was the presentation, <laughs> like showing what <laughs> showing what we've done. Yeah. Um, also the the thumbnailing, because I feel like I can do, I can do like maybe four or five sets of thumbnails, and it's, no, it's just fast, and I I can try out different possibilities. So that was there's a lot of thinking at the same time. There wasn't a lot of thinking in a way. Because I can keep trying. Mm -hmm. so that was good. Yeah. This was just time consuming. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a lot of stuff we learn. And I just thought by the end of it, I had so much stuff from the class. I was like, 
we we did all this. Oh, this is this is quite a bit, (laughs) but it was great. I wish we could take it again because I realized with books they're just such a variety. And then I saw things that other people were doing in class. I was like, oh, I would love to do that kind of book. Never thought about it. That would be cool to try. So. Yeah, actually, I'll, your yeah. your book was amazing. You you did the cut, cut paper cutout uh, and you photograph it. Is that yeah. how you? That that turned out really well. Like I was oh. like I think your book is probably one of my favorite books in the class. It was, oh. it was just I, I can see it. I can see it on on like the shelves at the bookstores. It was so great. Well, thanks, Keith. I I really got quicker. I realized because you mentioned the production schedule. I was like. Ooh, what I normally do, I don't think I can do it because I realized I was already starting to get behind. <laughs> I was like, oh, I need to change this up. I need to do something different or I'm going to have issues and it's going to be a train wreck at the end. So um, I literally was like, okay, I got to play around with stuff. And I, I did like the freedom that we got. Like I felt like the class was very, um, the professor was very open to letting you just explore whatever you were interested in and so I felt like you know I did children's book but somebody else could do a graphic novel or somebody else could do a chapter book and um Mm. I think the wide variety we got to see at the end of day made me go like oh this is really cool like this is endless you could do a million different combinations with these book illustrations yeah yeah It it was really good yeah. I do like the fact that the class was quite open in terms of well, basically everything, <laughs> like the schedule, like <laughs> there, there are a few hard deadlines, but then ultimately everything is within your control, mm-hmm. uh, even down to like what kind of book you want to do. So that was, that was really nice. Thanks. Yeah. yeah, I'd keep taking that over and over again if they let me, but <laughs> they kind of let you do it one time and you got to go move on to another elective which i appreciate your recommendation for electives that's i oh, have to yeah. look into that i just got to hope that they have it offered when i can take it um so i yeah, but i'm yeah. definitely it's on my list on my short list to take so how do make sure you take it with pat pat quinn he's okay. really good okay yeah. well i'll look for his name but how do you balance everything because you know you you've mentioned your wife mm. you have family you have um, your your classwork and all the things that you do. How do you balance all of that? Any tips? Uh, I keep a pretty regimented schedule. Um, so I kind of like to lay out like a timetable, at least at the beginning mm-hmm. of my degree, like my program, I laid out like a skit, like a timetable for each week, everything that I needed to do. So maybe nine to 10, I go for a run. Then I eat, then I draw like, like my like drawing exercises that I do on my own. And then I do classwork from maybe one to eight. And I dinner with my wife, we spend some time together. Maybe at 10, I do a bit more work till 12. Then I go to bed. Wow. And um, so, but then like towards the middle, I've become a bit more looser with my schedule. But then I still, there are still things I have to do within the day. So maybe I'd say, all right, all right, then every day I have to, I want to go for a run most of my day, most days. Um, and I want to do a bit of reading from, cause I'm like, we've gotten so many text, textbook along the courses 
that I have not touched <laughs> at all. But I mean, I've read them. I've read the assigned chapters, but there's so much more to the book that we did not really explore. So I like to read those. So I maybe spend an hour read. I don't read the hard copies. I realize I, I, all the ones with Kindle versions I read because then it's so much easier to just like pick up my iPad. I just get like that book and I read it. So those really helped me as well. Um, but yeah, I think I needed, I needed to have like some form of schedule to keep myself disciplined. Like, and I also like to check things off. So I have little checklists. Awesome. Yeah. So what do you plan to do after you finish graduate school? Well, eventually I'd like to teach, but then this is like in a really far future. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'd like to have some work experience first. Mm -hmm. So I, I do want to work in the field. Uh, one of the reasons for me to come to Savannah for my last semester is to hopefully I'll get to meet some people in the industry. I get to meet more some of my classmates. And um, yeah, hopefully I can go to some of the, if they're drafters, I'd love to go to them. Mm -hmm. And I've heard that you can go to the publishers and have them review your portfolios. Yeah. Kind of. That, that would be cool. I'd like to do that. Yeah. And you know, just get, get my name on the radar. Um, remote work would be the most ideal for me. Because then I think eventually, like after my semester, most likely I'll go back to Hong Kong. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Yeah. Um, so work wise, I'd like to work. Ideally, I like to work in editorial, mar advertising, marketing field, advertising field. But uh, any any market, I don't wouldn't mind getting my get, getting my hands on. I'll I'll draw anything just to get the experience. And, yeah. Nice. So, um, what's something you would tell yourself if you could go back in time about your art journey so far? I can't go back in time. Start mm -hmm. earlier. Just like draw every day if I can. I buy an anatomy book. Uh, I feel like there's so much time I've wasted in the past. I think that's also one of the reasons why I am drawing a lot now. I try to draw as much as I can. It's because like I'm making up for the lost time that I did not draw in the past. Uh, probably go to live drawing classes. Live drawing classes, I feel like it's very helpful. Uh, Take more drawing classes in school if I could have. Mm -hmm. uh, actually, pay attention in those classes. <laughs> I wasn't the best student in high school, I have to say. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, definitely start early. I think that's a, because then the, with drawing, everything is additive. Like, mm -hmm. everything is kind of like compounded. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that is that the word? Uh, it makes sense. Experience, yeah. your skills. It's not something that you can just like rush and get. So that's also one of the things I really like about drawing. It's like the amount of effort you put in is reflected in the work that comes out. Mm -hmm. That's always very satisfying. Yeah, yeah I, that's why I loved illustration because I picked because I like to draw a lot, but I never. I don't know, like painting and some of the other majors were less interesting because I, I just didn't like the idea of just like having to, like the things you mentioned, like having something kind of like a story 
Like I always love that yeah, about yeah. illustration, the narrative, and it gives you gives you all kinds of ideas. Yeah, yeah, I get what you mean. So my last illustration is. Yeah. No, I was just gonna say yeah, I agree with what you said about illustration. Like having a it's fun to have like narrative kind of or like a overall concept that you okay. can build your work around. Yes, so I totally agree with you about that. And then this is my second to last question. After you created all the art that you wanted to make, what would be three final truths you would leave behind? Hopefully, I'd like to like help students, like teach people like what I've learned in my art by then. I haven't learned a lot. I mean, I learned a lot now, but then I have to get a bit better before I can really teach people to get better. But uh, hopefully when I have gained more experience and become better, I'll be able to also help other people become better artists and define their style. Um, I don't know, I, I, not very, I'm not a very ambitious person. Like I like to live like a very normal life. <laughs> there isn't really big, too many big things that I'd like to achieve. Maybe I like to I like to teach like help people in a sense that in the way that I can probably if I can teach then I'll be at least helping some people. Yeah. Well, I think you'd be really good at teaching, Keith. You have a really um, like I, I think you'd have a really fun and positive classroom culture, like how um, you interact with people, and you're always very. Um, you crack me up during class. <laughs> it's like more enter entertaining. So I think um, you're, you're definitely um, on your way to being um, a very good teacher. Um, and then we've been talking about your artwork all this time. Where could people go to see your work? Most of my work uh, can be found on Instagram right now, but uh, it, I'm also building my Behance website. Mm -hmm. uh, my, my, my prof, well, my, I'm putting my work on Behance. It's an ongoing process that I'm procrastinating to do, <laughs> but eventually it'll be up. But for now, I think uh, they can find my work on Instagram and the handle is uh, Keth Illustration. So it's K-E-T-H and then illustration. Great. Well, I'll put it in the description box. Um, Keith, yeah. thank you so much for um, oh, thank you so the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Bye. Great. And thanks for listening, everybody, to My Creative Life. Bye. Thank you.